Hello, everybody. This is the Friendly Bear Podcast, where we interview some of the best and brightest traders in the trading community. Listen to inspiring stories and nuggets of insight from current and future game changers in the trading space. Listen and learn as we explore all types of trading niches with some of the best in the industry from a Friendly Bear point of view. Make sure to check out the Friendly Bear Podcast new YouTube channel called Friendly Bear Research, which includes all the podcast video content and supplemental screen shares. If you enjoy the podcast, please consider leaving a five-star review on iTunes. With that being said, I'm your host, David, a.k.a. Reverse Long, and this is the Friendly Bear Podcast. Let's dive in. I see that's like a typical halt. You know, yeah. so it, yeah, you want to describe it? I mean, a halt, I can't think as a trader who shorts um, parabolic moves and morning spikers, I can't think of a better opportunity than a halt because it just moved up so fast, so quickly. Um, And the most important thing is to know that through my research, but this was through mid-June and I haven't tracked them of recent just because I've had a good feel, 78% of halts um, 60 seconds after opening were at least 5% down from their open. Um, so that tells me right there that most of these are halting up, opening, gapping up after the halt and then failing. Right. Uh, so I guess at the end of the day, the best ones are when the halt happens, there are some that are pending news halts. And if you go look at the news and if it's you know pretty decent news, a lot of times they they'll open 30 to 40 minutes later not just five minutes later, or they'll halt in the pre-market and then open on the open. And most of those will halt and they'll gap up 30 to 40% from where they were at. And I will just put in orders at anywhere as long as they're low, because it's going to fill me wherever it opens at. And all of those, I mean, honestly, nine out of 10 of them just tank right after. A lot of them will halt up and then immediately halt down after. Um, my best trade ever was a halt up that halted down three times after. And that was CVM on end of June. And it halted up at like 27 and about 20 minutes later, it was at $10. So was that a news? That was a news halt. That was a news halt. It was uh, yeah, wow, man. Yeah. That's crazy. And that one, you know, I was lucky because it halted down twice right after. So like, I couldn't even, I like to see it play out for, at least 15, 20 seconds to decide you have to be very quick on the halts, deciding your risk and all of that. But, you know, it halted down twice. So I shorted it from $27 and covered it a half hour later at 10 bucks. So, so, okay. So the, the news, was the news bearish or bullish or? That one halted up with bearish news. It was just like the perfect thing ever. So it, it made no sense to me. It was, huh. uh, it was, I believe it was something to do with a study that was it, it was bad though i can tell you that it was not good and it halted up on volatility so hold up so it it halted after the drop and bounce i'm looking at the chart right now i think that's what it did so it halted uh and it might have even been a pre-market halt david but it was in the you looking in the upper 20s maybe yeah 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 27 27 um oh look at that <laughs> and then it had a double halt down after that so, but the thing to note is like, you know, it, it halts up on bearish news and it had a halt up of just about 10%, but you know, I went pretty good size there and I just, 
I put my orders at like $20 on, on the open after the halt up because I didn't really care where it filled me because I knew yeah. that it was going to have a panic right after it opened. And it that's halted. crazy. That, that uh, is similar. I used to ca- like early in the pre-market, I used to run the news to see if there was offerings. So back like in February, March, when the big runoffs happened, there was a lot of offerings that companies took advantage of into those the crazy market. And they would have the offering done late at night. And then I would wake up uh, at in the West Coast. It opens up at 1 or 4 a.m. So I'll wake up like a 30 minutes before the pre-market open. I'll look for the offering. And then I'll just put an order in just to get filled when it opens because, like, it'll drop. Yeah, it's kind of it's, it's, it's similar <laughs> to this. Um, yeah. So what, what what got you attracted to these, these like, uh, halt stuff? Because I know the reason why I'm asking is because I know in the challenge, Michael Good. He had for a long time. I don't know if he does it now. He's kind of like retired now or something. But uh, but um, he would he would trade a lot of the halts. Yeah, he, he had a and this guy's uh systematic. I'm I, I I'm a, I think good is systematic for the most part. But um, he was by the numbers with these things. Like what what do you think? Where did you get it from? I, I remember I did track him and I found out that that general stat that most of these are failing at least five percent sixty seconds after they open. Right. Um, and then I started just getting better at reading the daily charts. And now, I mean, even it's crazy with six, seven months of trading, you see these tickers all the time that in the similar ones will halt up and down because they're usually lower floats and they're halting up and down. And I can just think of like examples, BAOS, B-A-O-S. I mean, every time it halts, it runs a little bit right after. So I'm usually a little bit more patient. I'll put some on the open, um, but I'll add, you know, after it has a little bit run up after it opens off of the halt and then it just tanks. I mean, every single time and and these things just do them over and over again. Um, But then, you know, if you have a low floater on good news and if it halts up in the morning, I have, I'm not, I'm not shorting those anymore. Right. I'm, yeah, I'm you got it our way. Yeah. You got burned. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's how you got to learn a baptism under fire. You learn not to do those anymore. I know that that's similar to, to me. That's why I, I don't trade the low floaters anymore. I just yeah. got burned. It, it works for, it works until it doesn't work, you know? So that's right. And then the thing, you know, with neuro that I think of is I had opportunities to get out. We always have opportunities. Yeah. To, yeah. You know, and people say, oh, halts, they're risky. They, they squeeze and they're just going to open and go again. I mean, you, you have an opportunity to get out. I mean, you can put a cover order right on the next open. I mean, and you can get out for whatever it is, a, a few thousand dollar loss or uh, yeah. you know, a few percent loss. I mean, you can do that. So it's up to you to decide as a trader what you think is going to happen. Um, and these low floaters, you know, when I run my stats, most of them, that's where I make all of my big wins and profits. Uh, and that's how you, that's how you grow a small account as well. I mean, singles is yeah. great, but, uh, you know, those the big moves. Yeah. The big moves as yeah, they do provide a lot of opportunity. That concludes today's episode. Make sure to like, and subscribe to the channel on the platform you use. The friendly bear podcast is hosted by me, David, where you can find me on Twitter at reverse underscore long. You can find the friendly bear podcast at www dot the friendly bear podcast.com as well as on apple podcasts spotify audible amazon music and now on youtube at friendly bear research 
Until next time, thank you for listening to the Friendly Bear Podcast.